man, this barbershop mentality might be right, man. Uh, it's your man, Julius Rock. I'm here with our affirmative action hire, Riggins. P is, P, you know, P, P has stuff going on, man. P, P can't come hoop today, man. But, you know, we're going to try to get P back tomorrow. Um, You know, make Botron whole, man. But, um, you know, I, I've, I've been thinking about this last couple weeks. Um, I think sometimes we need to give, like, little nuggets that are on our mind and shouts out to Riggins for coming up with this idea that you know sometimes we just need to just drop a pod with just some top with just a topic a lengthy topic um and, and just kind of feed it to you and then you know we'll come back with a longer pod when we come back with a longer pod but Riggins brought this idea up um Riggins how many Panther preseason games have you seen? I know you didn't. I didn't see the one last night. I know you didn't see the one last night. Did you see Sets. game one? I did not. Um, but you know, I, obviously, you know, the group chats are blowing up um, with the the overreactions. Uh, you know, I had some buddies that were talking about like how disappointed they are. You know, that we got slutted out by the Jets, and I just everything I kept replying was just it's preseason. It's preseason. It's preseason. Like they're like, yeah, we're just we're not creative. Where's all this offense with Frank Reich? Like, it's preseason. Like, what do you think they're going to show with all their backups in in a game that doesn't matter? Like, Dallas okay. and, and the Jets are pretty good. Yeah, it's just pretty good. Just they, got the best D line in the NFL. Yes, yeah, like, and our and our offensive line. I did see. Um, oh, that's not true. I did see a little bit. I did see a little bit of the first game. I did not see last night's because um, I was too busy um, being on the receiving end of an ass whipping in our own football game. So. Um, you saw I Cam saw, Urban the siege. What you saw? Yeah, Everybody so saw I, I, I saw him. I, I saw him get beat because he's oversetting. And I, I sent a text to the group. I said, "Yo, I said right tackle can't stop oversetting. He's going to get beat inside again." Five plays later, he gives up a sack with an inside rush, and I was like, "Pay me my money." Was, Man, hold on, wait, wait, wait. I don't even think I don't. You talk about the one with uh, the spin inside. Yeah, I don't remember. I just, I just remember that, that it happened. Motherfucker I was, was like, losing that rep. <laughs> I would tell my homeboy just to that motherfucker lost the rep. The spin just made it easy for the defender. That motherfucker was thirty. I, I, no, this is what I told him. I said the DN wanted that sack, and the only way he could get credit for that sack is if he spin inside. He was gonna push that old line on the whole fucking top of Matt Corral any fucking way. It, it was gonna be a sack either way. He just wanted credit for it. That's all. But that was a bad pass, bro. Good lord. <laughs> Not great. I want to say this uh, on Panther preseason. Then I'll get into uh, while we're recording. It's not that it's preseason. Listen, I'm a big it's preseason guy myself. But then I look, I'm looking around with people with people playing, and I'm looking at us. I'm saying, huh? It's week two. We look like ass. Everybody else looks competent, huh? What's wrong with this picture? <laughs> yeah, not great. <laughs> Something's it, not great. Admittedly, not great. Yeah. Um, but if I, I didn't think, listen, I, I am, I am heavier on Twitter. I'm on Facebook these days. Um, I just don't be feeling like arguing with motherfuckers no more, but, um, I've just been looking at Panther Twitter and the biggest things offensive line and mid rule is gone. You know, mid rule is responsible for a lot of things, right? David Tepper sure. is responsible for a lot of things, mm-hmm. but I, 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 I'm, I'm just, Sitting back here thinking this is year three of Scott Pitter. And I don't know if he's a guy, man. I don't I don't like to be overreacting, but I don't know, man. Um, so Rick has told me, man, give him 10 things that Scott Fritter like like give give us an argument why you think Scott Fitter is terrible. And I'm gonna let Riggins counter my point. That's what we're doing today, people. I'm gonna now if you think I'm crazy, if I'm if I'm gonna be eating crow in the season. I want to eat crow in the season because I want to be wrong. But my gut is telling me I, I, I'm smelling a, a little hit of mid in mid street right now. Okay. And it's, and it's, and it's coming from the roof in the front office. Okay. Um, so are you ready? Yeah. And just so everybody knows, I'm, I'm going to be the Fox news of this. I'm, I'm going to give you just the stuff that I want you to hear. Okay. Even if I don't believe it, even if I'm flat out lying to you now, I'm not going to lie about like contract numbers or anything like that. So the, I, I may completely agree with Julius Rock on these, but my my job today is to try to say, all right, here's the reason we made this move. So I'm going to try to do that and let you, our loyal 
intelligent listeners be the judge. Okay. So I, I, I'm, this is no order. This is just off the top of my head. We trade, we trade it for Stefan Gilmore, a six rounder. Okay. Didn't resign him. Let him go to the Colts for two years, $20 million. With the cornerback hell we were in the second half of the year, I think I, I, I just find it hard that we can't do something like this. I, I just find it hard. I, I just find it rather difficult that we couldn't bring Stephon Gilmore, Rockhill Native, back to Carolina, in addition to trading a third rounder for C.J. Henderson. Talk to me with Dante Jackson's injury history, with JC Horn's injury history, with the you know, we could have been the playoffs if we just had competent, healthy quarterback play. But talk to me, Riggins. Let, let, let me know. All right. So we trade for Gilmore because we lose JC Horn, right? Okay. We got we got Gilmore in like late September, early October. I don't remember. Like it, we were a couple weeks into the season. So he, he obviously he doesn't play the whole season with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had been dinged up a little the previous year because he was, um, he was previously injured too the the year mm-hmm. before, um, um, in in New England, um, did obviously a perfectly fine job, especially considering you know when guys when guys come in late, it's hard to especially you know offensive line and secondary is you really want your guys playing together consistently. It's hard to just throw a new piece in there. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously with his he'd been defensive player of the year, um. A couple of years prior to that, dude is obviously really, really good. That being said, um, I'm pretty sure the Colts offered him way more money than we were willing to to stick to him, especially considering we knew we were going to get J.C. Horn back. And so I think that's the reason that we kind of let him walk. Also, at this point, he's 30 years old, and so I can I can defend not giving a 30 year old quarter uh, corner. Um, I just looked it up. Twelve million a year for you know two years, twenty three, fourteen guaranteed. So I can understand it, even though it sucks that we gave up a, a draft asset. Even though we were in corner, even though we have an older corner and two younger corners that injure all that are hurt all the time. I mean, Jackson's younger, you know, and it will torn Achilles. Yeah, um, I forget what Gilmore's. Hold on, his his it's pup like, is a quad injury. He, yeah, yeah, some lower level. It was well, It was not. Um, so he had missed five games the year before. Um, he only played in eight for us. So he might Let me not ask you this, Riggins. Hold on. How yes, many sir. games did Gilmore play last year? He did play all 16. Yeah. I'm just saying, I'm just saying that could have been helpful when we played the Bucks last year. I'm just saying. Yeah, could have been. No, I I, I don't disagree with you, but I, I think it was a, a money thing. Um CJ Henderson, third rounder. Potential pick. I mean, he was a yeah. He he was a first rounder. Um, not in a good situation where he was. Um, the the physical tools were there, and sometimes you know, sometimes guys need a change of scenery, and they weren't very good where they were, and they they kind of fit in better in a scheme somewhere else. Like if you got a you know a three four rush end, and a, a four three coach comes in and expects him to you know instead of being two hundred fifty pounds, they want a two hundred ninety pound edge setter. So it's better for them to get a change of scenery. So. I think we were thinking we could turn him into kind of like a little slot corner. Also, we're only paying him $3 million this year, which is not bad for a, a corner. But was he worth a third rounder, though? And, and that's the – well, that's where you, you roll the dice and you say if he pans out, you know, you get a first-round talent for a third-round cost. That's pretty good. Um, if he doesn't, well, you, you blew a third-rounder because um, we were, clear, we're clearly willing to, to move draft picks around for guys that we think – um, can turn into something good. Okay, would you have done that? Would you have done both of those moves? <sighs> it's I, I got my answer. I got yeah. my answer. Got well, my so answer. it's 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 really hard. It's hard to say now because you know how it pans out. You know what I mean. So like it's yes. it's hard to put myself back in those shoes. Um, I don't know if I I, I can't definitively say yes or no, but I, I would have definitely considered it. Um, I okay. like CJ. I liked Henderson coming out. Um, when he got drafted, I thought he was going to be pretty decent. You know, I didn't think he was going to be Revis and just lock the world down, but I thought he was going to be pretty decent. Okay. And we did. Right. We we needed help, and I and and we had draft picks to give. 
Um, and we still need help. Yeah, we do. We still need help. So that, that listen, listen, take whoever side you want to take, but that's one. Okay. I've only got one side no, I can take today. Number one, <laughs> number two, um, Hassan Riddick. We signed for what I think ten or eleven million dollars one year. Mid rule guy, I understand. Had eleven sacks with us. Um, we didn't retain him. We let him go for three years, forty-five million dollars. Now that's a lot of loot, but the way things are set up, you can move money around. He wanted to stay a Panther. We did not keep him as a Panther. We have a glaring need at defensive end. Talk to me. So he's another one of those that's not a necessarily a true D end. He's a good pass rusher. Um, and we we didn't have part of this is all echoes of the Christian McCaffrey contract, right? Okay. Um, that's not a was that a fitter or extension or was that I don't remember. What a, uh, I don't know if fitter, fitter inherited that. Fitter signed him. Okay, so well, I hope we're not doing that one because I can't defend it. Because uh, I mean, you don't pay sign him and let him walk. Yeah. Same with Gilmore. You sign him, you yeah. trade for him, let him walk. Well, so part of that too, um, from from everything I kind of saw was that Reddick wanted to go to Philadelphia. He's from up there, I guess. Um, and obviously, you know, it worked out for him because they're pretty freaking good. Um, so I think he wanted more money to stay here than he was going to take up there, and we weren't willing to overpay. And not for nothing, we replaced him kind of with Frankie Louvu who's making less than $3 million this year. And so I don't know that – I mean, Reddick's good, but I don't know that he's worth, you know, $12 million a year more than Frankie Louvu. How, how much is Louvu making now? 2.6. But but we had Louvu – we had them both at the same time. Did we? We had them both at the same time. 2020, uh, 2020 uh, two season. We had them both at the same time. No, 2020, 2022 last year. 2021 season, we have both at the same time. Okay. Yeah, I mean, Reddick's a better player. I don't I don't think that's really a question. But, for the, again, for the price, um, you know, I, I can I, I can defend the move. Um, yeah, Reddick's from – he's from New Jersey, so he wanted to go play in Philly. Um, I think uh, – and I haven't given the origin of my smoke for Scott Fitter. I know mid rules bad. I know David Tepper's bad. I think Scott Fitter is one of those guys that are riding the coattails of the Seattle, of being in the Seattle. Seattle found a lot of gems. I think Scott is looking for gems. I just don't think he got the eye for it. I don't think he got old, old horny man or uh, horny eye for, even though he was horrible <laughs> with money, eye yeah. for a draft evaluation. That's just my honest opinion. Um, but, you know, number three. Now, this is a kind of a combination. Three and four are the same things. Now, Deontay Foreman, you let him walk for one year, $3 million to the Bears, and you signed Miles Sanders for four-year, $25 million. And Miles Sanders had one year healthy. Okay, I can do this. Um, math is ma- math ain't math in the <laughs> Math just ain't math in the beat. That's that's what Stephon Gilmore money to me. That's what Sam Frick money to me. That that's just me. That's just me. Uh, like and, I said, and, and, and you're a money guy, Riggs. You you're cheap for three million dollar two million. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah. So you remember a minute ago when I said like, hey, you don't pay running backs. Um, yes. No, I do. We pay backs. <laughs> we yeah, we do. Um, I do. I do like Miles Sanders. I think he's a talented guy. Um, I don't know that he. It's another one. I don't know that he's worth Seven. so much more than than Foreman. You okay. can, as far as money goes. Um, now. Deontay Foreman also has only ever played one full season. It lasts 2022. He played the full season. Um, every other season before that, the most games he played was 10. Okay. So there's, you know, so running backs, they often tend to, you know, not, um, they miss games, right? That's a hard position to play. Their bodies go through abuse. Um, these things happen. 
Sanders okay. has, has played more games in his career in less years. And so four-year, $25 million. Um, he's He's also, I think, a much better pass catcher. Than, so he can play all three downs. He's a better pass catcher than Foreman is. And so maybe that's kind of where they're they're putting his value at. Um, but do you have to pay for that though? You do. Yeah. Do Do you, do you yeah. have to pay for that, or can you uh, go or get another guy who does that? Like I'll give you a prime example, right? So let's just say we brought back Foreman for three million dollars, but we went and got a, I don't know, Kareem Hunt, or um, we went and got a, I don't know, a Leonard Fournette, or we just kept our little ducats and we took. I don't know that guy that just signed with the Jets, Dalvin Cook. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm just throw it out there. Just throw it out there. Now, what would he have cost? I don't know what what did, what did the Jets sign Dalvin for? Because he wouldn't have taken that money here. He's going there to win. If he was coming I mean, here, you know what I mean. This well, the, forgot, it's I, the exact I, I, opposite. Miles Sanders wanted to get paid. That's why he left Philadelphia. Okay, but twenty five though. That's a lot of money. Yeah, I know. Like, and again, it's, I mean, it's like every move in the NFL. Like, if if he's a, you know, if he's potentially an All Pro or a, you know, I don't even like to say Pro Bowl because Pro Bowls don't matter. Um, if he's a Pro Bowl guy. Okay, you know, he had, um, what twelve hundred something yards last year, and eleven touchdowns. Yeah, that's good. I mean, if if we get that, then I mean that's you're saying it's only six million dollars a year. That's not a ton of money. It's really oh, not. It's a, yeah. Well, he's he's a you know what I wonder. Hold on, let me look. Um, I want to see if it's one of those contracts that's like kind of loaded towards the end. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Let's see. So he okay. So he's he get he's only getting a million this year for next year. Five and a half in 2025, and it's back down to 4.3 in 2026 when he's only 29 years old. So, like, even if he doesn't make, he's his biggest cap hit is next year at three percent of the cap. Okay, for a starter, I can live with that. Okay, I can live with that. And then the dead money after that, when he's cut, is not. We're paying Christian McCaffrey three times that in dead money this year. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I mean, Chris McCaffrey's you know top. Three back though. I mean, don't we have the most big when he's, in the NFL? When he's healthy, uh, I don't know if we still do or not. Um, I'm it, just saying it was, just... yeah, it was. Oh well, so our dead cap. So between McCaffrey, DJ Moore, sorry ass Robbie Anderson. I'm not even gonna call him by the name he wants to go by because fuck him. Um, and then a couple, you know, then we got some other like. Each of those three is making almost ten million in dead money from us. Everybody else is not making a whole lot. So we just I even add the dead money to the list. Um so next, do you want me to make it more difficult for you or you just want me to keep keep my keep my trajectory? Oh we're we are we have we're paying the fifth most. Um oh no hold on. I'll sort by dead money. One, two, three. We the yeah we're the fifth most. By the way, Tampa Bay is paying seventy five million dollars in dead money this year. And um, guess what? Yeah, they're gonna and, be terrible. And why are they paying that deal? Because they want an effort Super Bowl visit. Yeah, you know what? Well, so and, and, in that hill, so, yeah, in that hill, man. Because you know who's paying the second most? Who? The Rams, who also won a Super Bowl. Hey, I'm so you know, you Get can't you can't up. win forever. You can't so put me in debt and give me a ring. I don't care. I if if I had if Cam if I could give Cam Newton a ring and I have four years of pure cap hill. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> we will figure it out as fans. Okay. All right. Um, let's take it up a notch, man. Okay. So I am pleased with getting drafting Bryce Young. Okay. I have no problem drafting Bryce Young. But did you have to give up DJ Moore? I mean, I did want to but i think you know when you're getting the number one pick and people know you're getting a franchise quarterback yeah okay um, let me ask you this would anybody else have given up a player to go to number one i don't think so i don't think so 
I, I, I think I think that everybody in the organization is just so goddamn horny. Okay, for quarterbacks, so damn horny. Like I'll, I'll give you a prime example. We could have went to third. We could have went to fifth. We could have went to fourth. We could have went anywhere. We we could have took Stroud. We could have took Richardson. We could have done that. You know what we did? We said, you know what? We want Bryce. We don't care what it takes. They could have said, yo, we want Brian Burns. We and we would have said, and we were like, um, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> That's what would have happened. And then it said, okay, when, okay, bit, 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 okay, give me DJ. It's like and uh, P would and P would have said, finally. Fine, you're right. You're right. <laughs> get him out of here. Finally. They would have said, yo, let me get Burns and DJ. It was like, well, uh, I can't give you both. Give me one of them. Which one you don't want? You want to pick or not? It's just, uh, 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 take DJ. We, we didn't. I, you, you mean to tell me we could not throw a pick on top of that to and, and keep DJ? I, I, just, I just find it hard to believe. Nobody, I, I've seen nobody else do that to get number one. Nobody, but we included a draft pick. We got finessed. We got finessed. Well, we got finessed unless Bryce is a franchise quarterback, in which case we're fine. You know okay. what I mean? That's that's one of those that we won't know if we got put on the hub for for three or four years. Okay. Because here's the here's the other thing too. They might use those picks and pick absolute duds. You know, what I, mean? I mean, you never know. Um, Fitterers only had what three three drafts now. Is that right? Yep, three drafts. So can, can, far, I, I mean, can, can I go through some of the? Can I go through some of the drafts? Yeah, yeah, I've I've, I've got it pulled up, and like I'd probably no, like I probably like a number six. Um, Tommy Tremble for a third rounder. Um, you know, he's he's in a complete like he's he's good enough to be on the roster, but he's not. He ain't gonna be Kelsey, but he's a third rounder. I, Although he, I don't, I mean. I'm not overly impressed. Even though you don't him. like Greg, it's, it's okay. No, 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 I'm not over. Like he's again, he's perfectly fine. As like a, he can be on the field and steal some snaps as like a blocker. He can be your special teams guy. Okay. Um, but he's not. Um, good. He's yeah, not no, good. he's not. No, no, he's he's not <laughs> somebody that they're they're not. You know, game planning against. I mean, you know, and Ian Thomas wasn't working out either. Even though they keep talking about like you know. You hear every year about how impressive he is in camp, and I was like, "Well, he must save it for all, you know, all for then." <laughs> it, okay, it just doesn't show up on the field. Shuba Hubbard, a fourth rounder. Um, I guess he was supposed to be a little change of pace back, right? I don't know. I mean, is he's, he? <laughs> he's. I mean, when we had, we saw McCaffrey as the starter then, so we needed. You know, I guess they wanted a backup who could. Do a, not to do some of the same things, just not as well. So you don't have to change the whole offense when he comes in. Maybe that's the the thought behind it. I don't know. Because I mean, he's okay. you know, He's a good little pass catcher. He's you know he's he's shifty. Um, he's not. You know, he's, he's not a good in, little. He's a good little. I got his third and four. He gives me four yards. With third yeah. and two, he gives me two yards. But when it's first and ten, I need a play. I'm not going to get that from. Yeah. Him. No, he's not. You know, he's not Derrick Henry, where you can run duo and he's just going to smoke whoever meets him in the hole. He's not that okay. guy. But again, he, we drafted. There were 125 other guys drafted ahead of him, so you, you're not expecting him to be an All Pro. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, I wish I looked up the backs that I'm going to look that up. The backs that were drafted after Chuba Hubbard, um, Keith Taylor. Yeah, please do look that one up. I mean, I don't know what you expect from a fifth round corner. You know what I mean? That's an excuse, Reagan. <laughs> again, like, so again, he was taken 166. Uh, there, there aren't going to be 165 guys that stick every year. You know what I mean? I'm, like, it'd be nice for us to hit on some fifth rounders, but there's a reason these guys all fall to the fifth. You know what I mean? Um, okay. You're, I think, you know, overall, I think a, a, a good GM that 50% of your, your picks – stick in the league for at least like five years right they're good enough to be to be on or or maybe sorry let's do it this way that if 50 percent of them get a second contract you're probably drafting pretty well right do you think that's probably a fair okay i mean would you say that's fair if, if half of your picks hit now obviously those percentages change by round if you're if you're only hitting on half your first rounders you're not very good um you can't miss in the first round you know your second rounders you should probably 
you know, three quarters of them should stick. But then for your guys, like, you, you know, your fourth, you know, your, your day three guys, if you can get half of them to get a second contract, you're really, you're finding guys. Right. And so, yes. so if, if again, ha- if half those dudes do that, like, then you're probably really okay. And you've, you've got some decent depth on your team. Um, Will Keith Taylor name. get a second contract? Eh, we'll see. <laughs> he would not get a second contract. Oh, maybe not. Never. Maybe not with us. You know, not definitely not with us. Um, last one. Um, Matt Corral. I didn't necessarily love. <laughs> I did not understand. Hold on, hold on. Oh, oh, that's right. Shit, I can't do this. I can't. Sorry, I'm I'm supposed to defend them. Um, he's got cool. He's Come got. On, let, me, let me get some context. This <laughs> well, like draft Matt Carell after you trade after you traded for my next point, uh, and signed Baker and just didn't resign Cam. <laughs> and, and Sam get, Howell get, was on the board. And Sam Howell's on the board, starting quarterback for the Redskins. Sam Howell's on the boards. You, you want to skip that one? Um, these are the guys that were drafted after. Let me let me let me sprinkle it up in here. Uh, Khalil Herbert. Oh, um, you from Chicago. After after yes. Chuba. Yes. Okay. Uh, Khalil Herbert. Um, Gainwell from Philly. Um, that's about it. I don't think either of those guys are significantly better than Chuba Hubbard. Gainwell's in a better situation, but he's Herbert, not Herbert is better than her, her, uh, Khalil Herbert is better than um, um Chuba Hubbard. He's wait, well, he's Austin Eckler's backup. Is that right? Is that where he? No, at? he he's in uh he's in Chicago. He start running back. He's he start running back stubborn. Oh, so um, well, it's it's all yeah. listen. It's oh that's all, he's the he's the oh he's also yeah yeah um. Behind who is Dave Montgomery still in Chicago? Is he? Uh, I think so. Yeah, Herbert's not bad. He's a little he like he's a. I mean, he's he's what? I just looked it up. It says five nine two twelve. I didn't realize he was that thick. I mean, that's, that's a good sized dude. He's tough to tackle. So um, can I can I can I throw this in there too? Um, yeah, we drafted Terrence Marshall over Amon St. Brown. Um, if you just looked at the tape. Amon St. Brown was better than Terrence Marshall. Um, I'm I'm just you know just going through 2021 draft, but again, you know you could just play you know you know draft the shy Smith for what I don't know. Um, I'm I'm just looking at things. That's all. I'm not not trying to further this conversation. If you want me to move forward, I can move forward. No, I mean, dude, it's 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 your show, man. I'm just again, I'm Yo, the affirmative, I'm the affirmative action hire. I'm in no position to make decisions. I'm not, I'm not trying you. to lose my job here. Got you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, boom. So traded for Sam Darnold for three, for two second rounders, a third I rounder, and it gave him the fifth year without seeing him throw the football. All right, I can't defend the fifth. I can't defend the fifth year. I don't know how to defend the fifth year. I'm, I'm, I'm really doing. I'm doing a lot of heavy lifting over here. I don't know how to defend that. Um, <laughs> I just can't do it. Um, the 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 trade for him. I guess they looked at the tape and they saw a guy who, who did have some turnover issues in college. Um, also, was very very had some like, showed some flashes of a very high ceiling. Um, and also like. He was still younger at that point than rookies coming out. And yes. so I guess they thought, you know, he's on a rookie deal. Um, then he's the, – the fifth year, I don't understand. He's on a rookie year, rookie deal still. He's not – he's young. He's been in, in a bad – you know, what, what people perceive to be a bad situation in New York with mm-hmm. a, you know, not great coach or coordinator, but – now we're kind of see, maybe maybe that you know maybe it wasn't the issue maybe it was just bad quarterbacking who knows um I think and and he also never really got a great situation here either because we just weren't getting got like he didn't really have a lot of guys around him um and you know but 
between bad quarterback play and not great skill positions and being kind of shaky on the offensive line, like, you know, and paying, you pay a running back all that money and then he's hurt. Your offense is going to struggle because you, when you wrap a bunch of money into one player, it also means you're not paying money elsewhere. And so when that dude goes down, your depth, depth sucks. And that's and running backs get hurt. They miss games or they're dinged up. They're not a hundred percent. And um, Christian McCaffrey, I feel like he milked some of those entries too. I mean, maybe not because he didn't miss a freaking game. He got paid, and then all of a sudden, you know, was, this hurts, that hurts. I don't know. I mean, he, maybe he's a dude who was really trying to get better and get ready, and we kept shoving him in. Like, no, man, you got to play when he wasn't back hundred percent. I don't know. Okay, um, let me ask you this: Would you done? Okay. Do that trade or take four first rounders and trade and and this here Jacksonville, give me number one pick. Well, so the the real question is, you know, with with Lawrence coming out, you can always say like, well, we should have just traded for that and got him. They also knew who Trevor Lawrence was, so if you know you're getting a who a guy at a quarterback who's supposed to be and has shown kind of, I know you're a Clemson guy, so you're not going to disagree with me, a generational talent. Yes. You're not trading him for four first rounders. You're just not. Okay. okay. So it's one of the, I, th- I think too, that's why I like I wish that we could have moved up for a quarterback next year because I like I like May and I like Williams better than any of the guys this year. But that's also I think we make blind assumptions sometimes that like, well, yeah, why don't you just trade up and get the pick? That's assuming that the pick's for sale. That, that, okay. The, the Trevor Lawrence pick was not for sale. No way. Okay. That that that's that's a Fair assessment. Okay. I will give you that. All right. But you didn't have to trade for Sam Darnold. That's true. And you didn't have to trade that much for Sam Darnold because you, everybody knew the Jets were going to take Zach Wilson. So you, what happened was you jumped out the window early and said, Yo, give me that. You got played by Joe Douglas. You showed your horniness, got played by Joe Douglas. Say, hey, we don't want to just make them feel uncomfortable. Let them get, get so you did the so basically you traded for Sam Darnold, you gave him the fifth year, you gave Joe Douglas out, you t- he took you got to probably flip the motherfuckers for Aaron Rodgers. And here we are. Here we fucking are, still in the same goddamn position with the damn pants now. But I digress. I digress. I'm saving my points for uh Scott Fitter at the end. Um so Sam Darnold um probably was the worst thing that ever happened to Carolina, um in my opinion. It was uh, a high cost for a pretty terrible return. Yeah, right. if and and here's the thing, with, okay. with the situation that he's in, like if he can't beat out Brock Purdy in San Francisco, or if Brock Purdy gets hurt again, there's no excuse for Sam Darnold not to be successful in San Francisco. None, and I cannot wait. Let's pivot to the next point. So same year. You do that bullshit for Sam Darnold, you, you, but you take a fucking corner over Justin Fields. Before you go, Riggins, it was four to five quarterbacks percolating, percolating up there. It was you, number one was going to be Trevor. Everybody knows it's going to be Trevor. Politics pushed Justin Fields down. That should have never happened over Zach Wilson. There's no and no reality of a college football game would you ever take in your life Zach Wilson over fucking Justin Fields. No, that's just no, never. Zach Wilson wasn't better than Mac Jones, and I'm and I have a legend against Mac Jones. Trey Lance, I don't know where the hell that came from. That was just wild shit. But but at the end of the day, the Niners traded up to three. You were at I think we were at nine or ten. You talking about when we took Horn? Yes, we were at eighth. ten, right? He went eighth. We were eight. Explain to me why we did not take Justin Fields and was right there in your lap, even though Herbert was in your lap as well. You could have went up and got Herbert, but you did not. You got Derrick Brown. But <clears throat> explain to me why we did not take Justin fucking Fields? Because because we wouldn't be in a situation. But go ahead. I'm not a just. I, I wasn't a Justin Fields fan, so okay. I kind of like, and and like you said earlier, we were in now we were in cornerback hell and we were in quarterback hell. Um, so it's one of those things, I guess that I was actually a little surprised at the horn pick. Um, that being said, like that, I know he had an injury, but like he's been when he's been on the field, he's been pretty good. Um, he's you know 
that there's a lot of young corners have come out recently and like 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 Sauce and Sertain and Horn and like these guys are, are balling out early. Worley. Worley from Seattle. Yep. Yeah. Um and so I think that's a perfectly well and again, context, we had just hadn't we just extended Darnold? He it picked up the fifth year. So well, yeah. So I guess maybe that's the reasoning. And again, I I can't defend the extension, but if you did it again, and what pissed me off too, they did it before the draft. No, sorry, I'm that's I'm not supposed to. Ugh. They did it before no. the draft, which let everybody know we weren't taking a quarterback. Yes. Um, which I don't yeah, that's dumb to me. Um because like it's not like Darnold had a choice. He wasn't gonna take that fifth year option if we offered after the draft. Fuck out of here. Um of course, and because then at least we can play our, you know, keep our cards a little closer to the vest, but whatever. You make somebody trade up. Yeah. Or at least or at least listen to offers. And if you because um a, a buddy of mine, we always talk about like when people make trades and one team gets fleeced, it doesn't have to be a good trade. You only have to find one team dumber than you. You ain't got to outsmart what is it. You ain't got to outsmart everybody. Just one team. Is it? Shout out to my boy Murphy for for the I call it the Murphy theorem. Like you just just one person dumber. That's all it takes. That's all that's um, it. And so um I think Horn's been good. I think that's and again, like I was never a Fields fan. I felt like he was obviously a, a super talented athlete, throws a good ball. Um, but like like a lot of these guys in college benefited from just being surrounded by superior talent and wasn't wasn't asked to do a whole lot as far as um really being the guy to take over the game. That being said, like I think he you know, I'm going to have to eat my words. Uh, it, it looks like I could potentially have to eat eat a little bit of crow because um, it did look like at the end of last year he started to pick it up a little bit. So maybe I'm wrong on him. Um, I think I, I was not I, I a fan say, of his coming out. I want to say this. I felt like, all right, this is my fair assessment about college football. Everybody's always open. There's no such thing as yeah. throwing motherfuckers open in college yeah. football. Everybody's always fucking open. Yeah, the it, windows it, are huge. The windows are, 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 are state size. But Justin Field, I just look at the tape compared to everyone else outside of Trevor. You know what Trevor Lawrence is. You knew it. You you like just put him there. He was number two to me. Just looking at, just looking at the tape, Justin Fields number two compared to all of the quarterback left. He was number two, and if he went to Carolina, you keep DJ Moore. You could have still brought Cam the the sit on the fucking bench. You could have still if, if you traded for Durham. You, if even if you traded for Darnold, if it didn't work out, you could have gotten off of Sam Darnold. Yeah, because some idiot would have took said, "You know what, eighteen, yeah, I could do this." Or you just could have sit his ass. Hey, guess what? You could sit Sam ass down. Somebody would have been horned to trade it for it. it. Good teams find. I've seen the Houston Texans give Brock Purdy, uh, what, uh, I think uh, like a, a high, make him the highest paid quarterback in the NFL. And get from under that motherfucker. <laughs> same fucking year. The yeah. same fucking year to draft Deshaun Watson. So it's done. I just don't think Fitter is the man to do it. Um, Let's go uh, first day of free agency. Signing Cam Irvin and Pat Effley. On the offensive line. I mean, obviously we were, we needed depth. Um, you can only sign who's available. We had to have we had to have those guys. Um, Raids. I mean, again, assuming that you know these guys are for sale. You know, what I mean, the guys okay. that you want are for sale, or that you don't have to dramatically overpay. Um, and if if we're being honest about it, like your goal is for the worst player on your team to be an average starter. Right. You don't want any like if you have if your worst player on offense is just like a, a you know, the if it's a guard and he's the the 30th best guard in the league. And the other guys, you know, 20th or whatever, like that's fine. Because that means they're in the top half. You know, what I mean, are these guys in the top half? The, well, yeah, because there's 60 guards, right? Starting. So. No, are they? I don't know, but I'm saying like. No, 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 Ricky. You, you seen it. You see it. You see it. 
Well, I mean, you've seen it. Wasn't you seen it? Now, didn't Elfline have um had some injury issues or something? And he missed some games. He was ass. So he so three years went on injured reserve in week two, then starting center injured reserve, um, got released. And then one team dumber, the Cardinals signed him. So, um, but also, like, I mean, this is a guy who won the Remington when he was in college. You know what I mean? Um, was, I don't know, picked up, you know, wasn't a senior or sorry, wasn't a center, moved to center, was pretty good. Um, we didn't have one. And so, you know, we were hoping and hoping he could turn into something. And obviously he was not great. Who's the other one you mentioned? I'm sorry. Oh, Cam Irvin. Um, what are we paying him? Let's see. Doesn't matter what we're paying him. What he gave back. <laughs> um, so he's making one point one. So I guess he, you know, again, that's a, a guy that when we first signed him though. Um, let's see. So we brought him back. Two years, so yeah, it was so two years, ten million. So he made, yeah, he made four million last year. So sorry, it's a three-year. Basically, it looks like like a three-year. Was that nine, ten, like three, eleven, three-year, eleven and a half to play tackle? Um, had to have depth, I guess. Someone, um, well, because we had, um. Oh, why am I drawing a blank? We had who who did we dramatically overpay at right tackle? Um I forgot. Oh, uh, that's really funny. Because he was he was he was good. Um now I don't remember. It's really gonna frustrate me. Um damn it. dead that's, air. I, Taylor Moden. Taylor Moden. It was Taylor Moden. Okay. So I guess, you know, we, we draft Christensen for some depth. Obviously, the next year we draft Icky. Um, is, is Moten – I mean, we're still, we still got Taylor. So, I mean, I mean it's, if, as long as Irving's not a starter, he's fine. Making one million a year as a backup tackle to be able to plug in if somebody gets hurt, fine. If you – do you want to plug him in? Or do you just want to miss Charlie Douglas tonight? Well, if I guess the you only question is, no, speak, let's yeah, speak yeah, no. Well, so when it comes down to it, I am. So here's the thing, though: you can't like as much as you you love to go. All right, this guy's not very good. Fire him. You have to have somebody for that spot. So I, don't I know. they're going to be cuts. <laughs> it will. <laughs> so, right. So then we're we're taking a guy who wasn't good enough to make someone else's fifty three. So I don't. I mean, are we? We're just trading. You know, a a, a turd for a turd, right? But. I've seen this turd be bad, but the quality of turd. So the quality may be better on another team to say, hey, you just don't fit here. But that be. turd may be an all-American turd for us as opposed to Cam Urban just being a warm body. Sure. No, like, yeah, I'm not going to sit here and argue like, no, he needs to be uh, a starter. He's good, blah, 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 because clearly not. But I mean, I guess as a backup, I don't know how much utility either. Like, I don't know if he's, I don't know if they also trust him to maybe slide in at guard, if if we have an injury there, you know. And I don't know. Um, that's kind of tough, like because obviously, you know, I'm not at practice. Okay. All right. Last. Listen, I'm going to bundle these two together. All right. And I'm a, then I'm going to then I'm going to get my speak my piece about Scott Pitt. Um, we signed two injury prone receivers in DJ Chalk and uh, Adam Dillon, kind of old in tooth. Um, could have signed DeAndre Hopkins, had the cap room to sign DeAndre Hopkins, did not make an offer to DeAndre Hopkins, and last year trade for Baker Mayfield. So I don't know if 
Nuke wanted. I mean, I know he's a I know he's a Clemson guy from Clemson. I don't know if he wanted to come play here. But did we offer them? Well, you know as well as I do, that's one of those things that they're they're back channels where people are talking and they might have just said like like no, he he's not interested. Like I don't know. I'd like I'm speculating on that. Um he is thirty one. Well, he was gonna go to Miami though. I mean he's gonna go to New England though. They're not gonna win anything in them New England. Yeah, I don't know unless they're uh, yeah, that that to me I didn't make sense. But like, you know, last two years he's played half a season. Um now prior to that. Dude, I mean, he's got some mileage on because dude did not miss games. Um, oh, this how how is Thielen? So Thielen, I think he's the same age, maybe a year older, right? Okay. Chark is younger. Um, I liked the DJ Chark signing. I think he's a pretty decent receiver. I ain't um, got no problem with it. Yeah, I don't have a problem with that. I just think that you 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 we're just moving like we have it figured out, and we just don't. Right. Um. So the 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 Thielen thing, I don't know if that, that's we wanted. So Thielen's thirty two, so he yeah he's obviously he's older. Um, he missed some game. No, he did not miss any games last year. Um, but also like, how good is Thielen when he's not across from Justin Jefferson? I don't know. He's I mean he's obviously had some seasons where he was like legit good. Um, I'll put the caveat on there, you know, for a white wide receiver. Um, now, what I don't get is signing a 32-year-old guy to a three-year contract. That makes no sense to me. Not not at wide receiver. I don't get that at all. Um, but we did it, so that's where we are. Now, he maybe he transitions to more of a slot role. Um, I'll, I'll use some racially coded language here. Uh, maybe he's you know real real gym rat and study study the film kind of guy and really can uh, you know make all the the cerebral plays as a receiver instead of having to be a real good athlete. I don't know if you know that's what they're counting on him to do. He's not an outside X receiver blow the top off the defense. Anyway, he's thirty two. You know what I mean if they think he can work underneath and move the chains and all that stuff, okay. And I think his contract is um, hopefully mostly front loaded. So that we're not paying him, you know. So so that if we cut him, I'll rephrase that. So that when we cut him, when um, we cut him, there we go. When, yeah, I mean, just let's be real about it. Yeah, um, that he's. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, so there is a a potential out after the second after his second season. He's only making one point one this year. He'll make five and a half next year, and then there's actually a potential out after that. Um, but then he's 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 on the hook for the 2025 season for five million. Um, so the the dead money, it'd be a five million dollar dead hit, which is not no money, but it's not you know twenty million a year or whatever like we are with, um, Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, dude, just turned just turned thirty two. He's got some mileage on him. He's a good player. Um, hopefully he can get, you know, you, it is good to have like a, a solid veteran president or pre, veteran presence in, in every room. He's, he's that for us, for the receiver room where we've got some young guys who have some, some solid potential. Um, so maybe that helps. I don't know. Like, I think that's the, that's the defense of that move. Um, that, and, you know, you were talking about signing guys who were available or what, like, there wasn't a whole lot available for what we could afford. So you, you got to get what you can get, I guess, because without Chark and Thielen, our wide receiver room was absolute buns if we had to roll out and play a game that day. You know what I mean? Well, I ain't got no problem with Chark and Thielen. I'm just saying you could have signed new. I don't know if we could have. That's the only thing I'm saying. Like, I don't. I we had the room. We had the cap. We had the cap space. But again, assuming that he wanted to be here, I think that's, I'm, you know. I also, would have slept good at night if you just extended an offer. And if you yeah. just declined it, that's fine. But you, I, it's the effort to me. Well, Baker I guess made- that's one of those things, too. If, yeah, the Baker move, I don't know, man. Um, it, <laughs> you know, he, he won a Heisman. Um, he, you know, is a, a, a good athlete. 
for a quarterback. I don't, you know, he didn't get a ton of credit for that. I guess he's a good athlete, um, but just not, you know, what wasn't. I mean, he he came in came in late, correct? Like, didn't he miss most of camp? Yep. Which, good luck getting a quarterback up to speed as games are played. That like that's hard to do. Um, now, part of that, I mean, that's on the coaching staff for basically either trying to put too much on him or, you know, not adjusting to to play to his strengths. Because you saw what happened, and obviously he wasn't setting the world on fire, but, like, he went to to the Rams and, you know, three days later won a game on Monday Night Football. Now, he got he got bailed out, and it's not like he won that game. He didn't, he didn't ball out, but, like, they did enough, you know, doing stuff, like, that he's good at, moving the pocket, rolling him around, like, letting him kind of be that guy. We didn't do much of that at all. We were expecting him to be a, you know, drop back full field read kind of guy. And he's just not that dude. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's, I don't, you know, again, there's your, there's your Matt rule influence right there where they just kept going. Like, I think some of that there's, you've been around coaching long enough too, that there's some of that ego. And I, I'm sure that it exists at the pro level of these guys who go on like, sure, they weren't good there, but we'll turn them into something. And then turns we out. Would. Yeah. We, we, like we'll fix those guys just don't know what they're doing, but we've got it. And maybe like, it's not that good, man. Like professional football is incredibly hard and playing quarterback. Well, is the hardest job in sports. And so like to, to think like, here's a guy who's shown a ton of evidence that he's just not a, a high level professional quarterback for, for whatever reason to then go. um, No, but we'll fix it. It's like the, the scene from arrested development when he's, you know, dudes talking about how like, you know, married couple like like go on a break or see other people or something like that, and he's like, "That doesn't work for other people, but just maybe it could work for us." It's that same kind of shit, right? That like he sucked there, but we'll fix him. We'll show everybody how good this guy is, and fucking Matt Rule didn't do that with anybody. So, all right. Um, I just want to say I, I don't got nothing else. I just want to say this. Um, my thing with Scott Fritter and I you know I, I wanted to let Riggins get his shit off my thing with Scott Fritter is this is year three correct yes sir we if I I there is a glaring weakness right now with the offensive line wide receiver cornerback probably another pass oh no no the pass rush no 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 Wide receiver, cornerback, offensive line. I am giving Scott Fitter until week seven. Week seven, agendas will be pushed. That's all I'm saying. Week seven, agendas will be pushed because my main thing with a drum manager is if you see an issue, fix the issue. Just don't be riding around here trying to goddamn find gems and Yo, I think I can find this, that, and the third, or I can make that shake. No. Find ways to fix the problem. If Carolina's below 500 going into weeks, going into, my fault, multiple games under 500 going into week seven, eight, I have questions for Scott Fitter. Like if we're two and four, two and five, somewhere in there. I have questions for Scott Fitter. Now, Riggins did his best job of trying to defend it. Now, I personally feel like six of them things, he was just fighting for his life. You were just fighting for your life. You just fight for your life. It was, it was, it was not a fun place to be. <laughs> it was not a fun place to be. He was just no, like, he, shit, this is bad. This is well, I mean, bad. yeah, so because and it's, and it's one of those things, too. It's very easy for us to – I will defend all NFL GMs on this. Like, that's a hard, hard fucking job, man, because, like, okay. you're going to miss. You just, you just okay. are. Uh, right. Everything yeah. I named, what do you know is bullshit? What do you mean? Like out that... of every out of the ten things I named, what do you know is like what the fuck, Scott? What was your what the fuck, Scott thing after I just named? Oh, um, oh, it's the the fifth year of Darnold. The fifth, <laughs> yeah that that one is to me the most inexplicable because you didn't have to do it, and you didn't, or you didn't have to. At least you didn't have to do it when you did it. Um, I mean, you want to show that you have confidence in your guys, but also like. Sometimes they have to earn that confidence, and he hadn't done that. Um, I will say this though: you were talking about that. You know, you see holes at. You said re- receiver, yes, offensive receiver, line, offensive and, line, corner, yep. and DB. Yes. 
So I'll say this. This year's draft, obviously we trade for Bryce. Receiver, edge rush, offensive line, Zavala. Secondary, Mm -hmm. Robinson. Year before, um, you you take Icky, right? And then Mm -hmm. you take take Kalon Barnes in the seventh, but that's the seventh Mm -hmm. rounder. Year before, your first three picks, DB, receiver, offensive tackle. So at least like and, and they're young, but at least it it feels like they they also recognize that those issues exist and have tried to address them in the draft. Now, to some of these guys, you know, hopefully they pan out. Um, from what I understand, Mingo has been fairly impressive. Um hopefully he, you know, and, and the other thing too, rookie quarterbacks and rookie receivers never quite set the world on fire like everybody expects them to. No. They don't. No. Um, Icky had better be good this year. Um, Horn had better be good. Marshall had better be good. Um, I think Brady Christensen has been pretty, um, decent, but he, he better take the leap as well. Okay. What, um, before we get out of here, what record do you expect the Panthers to be by week eight? Uh, (laughs) hold on. Let me let me look at our schedule just to don't, don't, don't look at the schedule because don't I'm I'm gonna tell you why I don't look at the schedule. Because we don't if you haven't seen preseason, you just kinda uh, just 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 throw it out there. Don't even look at the schedule, just throw it out there. So after 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 eight games or after seven games? After eight games. Just at the midway at, at number eight. I think we should be five hundred. I think I think we really should be. Because okay. we you know, obviously, quarterback has been our most glaring weakness, and we were still pretty close. I mean, we weren't gonna we weren't gonna win a playoff game. But we were close to making the playoffs. We've now added a number one overall quarterback, um, who again is a rookie. He's gonna go through. You know, that's he's he's you know he's five foot two, so it's gonna be hard for him. Um, <laughs> he's a little fella. Maybe he grows into the job. Um, get him some lifts in his cleats. Maybe I don't know. Um. But I think the other pieces, like, we're not bad. We're not, you know, we're nobody's got us penciled in as like a Super Bowl contender, but we ain't bad. But even though you said not to, I do have the schedule pulled up. So we'll see. So I said four and four. So at the Falcons, I'll call it a dub. Dub. At the Saints, or sorry, Saints dub. at home. Saints at home. That's a Monday night game. I'm going to, and L because. We're terrible on national TV. We we other than like the the Luke Keekley Thanksgiving game, we get our asses thumped on national TV. At the Seahawks, I don't love that for us. Ew. Vikings at home, don't love that for us. I know you're I know you're not a Kirk Cousins guy, but uh, I think they might be a little better than us. We tapping that ass. You like the dub there? You you like it? I I'm love it. it. Okay. Um, so we are, so at that point we're two and two, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. At the, the Lions. Yeah. That's a push, right? I, I, I really yeah. like the things that they're doing. I think they're moving the right direction. I'm a big Dan Campbell fan. I think he's, yeah. those guys play their asses off for that dude. That's man. an L. That's an L. Week six is at Miami. L. Week seven is actually a buy. So we're going to push this one more week. Week eight. Texans at our place. I like that. That's a dub. That's a dub. And here's the, this one's kind of a fun battle. Week nine, the Colts at our place. Ooh. Ooh. I don't, I mean, you got to think like, even if Richardson is balling out, like they weren't very good. I, yo, yo, hold, I, I need P for that one. Cause I, I need, yeah, that's a big, he's, that's a he's, this, that's he's the secret you. Colts fan. That's gonna get me out of my Gatorade debt with me. I'm gonna bet my way out of this. Double get or nothing. Way out of this one, God damn it. I'll Sunday. Sunday. to let me hit. I refuse to stand. If I gotta triple deck this motherfucker, I refuse to let Stetson Bennett get win this one. God damn it. I will bet my way out of this one. I don't care. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, so Sunday, November the fifth at four o five p.m. You start paying off the debt. So I think, yeah, I think after eight games, we can be four and four. Four and four. I am betting Panthers over Coasties to free myself of the Stetson Bennett. Yeah, I got to do what I got to do. Well, hey, I got to break. Though, these, 
that's that's only if the bet's for sale. That's up to P. Oh no 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 no. Me, me and P me and, me and P have me. So me and P have we pick every single year with our college NFL picks. We I, that's on my doc. That's 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 the, the free me from my with with P man. But um man, let me get up out of here, man. Yo, appreciate y'all for fucking with us, man. Appreciate you, Riggs, man. Yo, we're gonna be back tomorrow, man. Peace. Let's do it.